0: The Steelers' odds of staying undefeated plunge as doubts grow. Why, that sloppy win over the Ravens feels like a loss. Welcome to the Steelers' update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. Waiting all day for Wednesday afternoon. The usual NBC Sunday night football theme just doesn't resonate for a midweek matinee that was bumped out of primetime TV by the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree lighting. And rightly so, because these Steelers weren't ready for primetime. There were drops, miscues, and bad plays all over the field against the Ravens. Sure, the Steelers beat their arch-rival 19-14 to stay undefeated at 11-0, but they did so against a gimpy Robert Griffin III, a third-string running back, and former Penn State QB Chase McSorley. These players and a collection of last-minute replacements all over the Ravens' roster due to that team's coronavirus outbreak gave the Steelers a game. It was Pittsburgh who almost let the win slip through their hands like so many of Big Ben Roethlisberger's passes that fell to the turf. Steaming Steelers fans were pointing to all the ways that Ravens and coach John Harbaugh worked the NFL to delay the game, which was originally scheduled way back for Thanksgiving night. Instead, the NFL postponed the game, not once. Not twice, but three times, leaving the Steelers in mental limbo much of that time. Finally, it got played, and the sleepwalking Steelers won. But this highly touted team lost in so many other ways. Chief among them is the demise of ferocious pass rusher Bud Dupree, The franchise-tagged soon-to-be free agent had been having a fantastic year applying the heat to posing quarterbacks with tag team partner J.T. Watt. But it appears Bud has snapped his ACL on a pass rush play. He fell to the cold Hinesville turf, then pounded his fists in the grass as if knowing right away he was done. And his future was in doubt because right now he is unsigned heading into the offseason. But that's another story for another day. More pressing is Dupree's injury, coupled with the prior loss of rising star middle linebacker Devin Bush, both of which now threaten to take the steam out of the Steelers' most stellar unit, that dominating defense. Meanwhile, Another much-talked-about group, the Steelers' roster of young and on-the-come wide receivers were busy dropping Roethlisberger's passes all over Heinz Field versus the Ravens. Above all, it was this Steelers' group of supposed stars who proved themselves not ready for prime time. No wonder the narrative from national NFL analysts is to write off these sloppy Steelers from having much of a chance of joining the 1972 Miami Dolphins and the 2007 New England Patriots of going unbeaten in the regular season. As for the prospects of beating defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs, forget about it. After watching this outing, national NFL writers Who always viewed these Steelers with suspicion are crowing that they might not even beat the much better Buffalo Bills or win a rematch with the Tennessee Titans. Even these Ravens, and dare I say it, the Cleveland Browns, could come back to haunt this Steelers team. In short, there is trouble on all sides in Pittsburgh. Worse, the COVID chaos that turned a Thanksgiving night game into a Wednesday afternoon matinee isn't over. On a quick turnaround, the Steelers face a tough Washington football team at home at 5 p.m. Monday. Then they head north to face those tough, buff Bills the following Sunday. That's a lot of football in a limited amount of time. It comes on the heels of the Steelers being forced to twiddle their thumbs for days upon days, waiting for the NFL to finally find a game date at the Ravens' convenience. This uncertainty no doubt bred some mental lapses for the Steelers, who relish routine above all. But that's no excuse for the poor play that was summed up by Coach Mike Tomlin, who simply said, we sucked. Yeah, the Steelers sucked all right. Now much of the energy and enthusiasm wrapped up in Pittsburgh's undefeated season could come quickly unwound. One loss may not sound like much but it would be enough to cost the Steelers the AFC's lone playoff buy and home field advantage over the Kansas City Chiefs. That is huge because these once stellar Steelers could be staring at an early exit in the NFL's postseason dance. That is the fallout from this ugly win over the Ravens. It foreshadows. The frightening fact that this team may not be capable of beating some of the better AFC squads who will all be vying for a trip to Tampa. No wonder the state of Steelers nation right now is finger-biting worry. And I have all the best takes. That fan rebellion over the schedule changes to favor the Ravens. And much more on the bad news about Bud Dupree all in this rescheduled edition of your Steelers Update Podcast. So let's get right to it. And right off the top, we go to the baddest news first, the demise of Bud Dupree's stupendous Steelers season. Here is the eloquent Ron Cook with the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette on the massive blow the Dupree injury deals to the Steelers' Super Bowl hopes. He writes this, Quote, the Steelers have run out of luck with injuries. Bud Dupree is lost for the season after his right ACL was torn on a routine play late in the 19-14 win against Baltimore on Wednesday. Steelers will have a hard time making up for the loss of Dupree, who almost as much as anybody on the NFL's best defense has been responsible for the team's 11-0 start. He will be even harder to replace than Devin Bush, who was lost for the season with a knee injury against Cleveland on October 18th. Dupree's injury happened with five and a half minutes left and the Steelers leading comfortably 19-7. On a second and 10 play from the Ravens 28, Dupree started his pass rush toward third string quarterback Trace McSorley, who had just replaced the injured Robert Griffin III. Left tackle Orlando Brown Jr. pushed Dupree to the outside, an innocent technique that Dupree has faced in all 81 of his NFL games. This time, however, his right knee buckled and he went down in a heap. Dupree immediately pounded the ground with his right hand and kicked at the turf with his left leg. It was as if he knew his season, what has been a perfect season, at least record-wise for the team thus far. Was over. Everyone on the Steelers' sideline was sickened by the sight. Everyone still was sickened long after the game. Dupree isn't just a great player, he's a great teammate. And Dupree's injury is brutal for the Steelers, but it is also terribly sad for him personally. The team put a $15.8 million franchise tag on him in March, and he is scheduled to be a free agent after the season. His torn ACL could cost him much of the next season after a long, grueling rehab. It will cost him millions. So this win over the Ravens, even though it came against the Steelers' most hated rival, had a stomach-turning feel. Unquote. All from Ron Cook, summing up the loss of Dupree against the win versus the Ravens. And yeah, it was stomach-turning all right. And the sloppy play of the Steelers' supposedly budding star-wide receivers made it all the much worse. Here's Post-Gazette's Jerry Dulac describing the depths of disappointment in the way these Steelers played against a roster of Raven backups and fill-ins. He writes, quote, The Steelers looked nothing like the NFL's only unbeaten team. A performance so sloppy and listless, coach Mike Tomlin called it, quote, junior varsity in all three phases, unquote. And Tomlin was talking about his own Steelers, not the Ravens, who were without star quarterback Lamar Jackson and eight other starters. Here's Tomlin, quote, I'll be honest. I'm really disappointed in our performance. There's not a lot to be proud of or excited about. Unquote. And said, "Big Ben, quote, I know we won, but it sure doesn't feel good. It's just not good football." Unquote. Dulac goes on. Quote, the 19 points and only one offensive touchdown were the fewest this season. The defense had two takeaways, including a 14-yard interception return for a touchdown from cornerback Joe Hayden. But the defense allowed 93 of the Ravens' 129 rushing yards in the first half and gave up a 70 yard touchdown from third team quarterback Trace McSorley to receiver Marquise Brown. That came with two minutes and 58 seconds remaining to make the outcome even more perilous. Red zone failures, seven drop passes, a fumbled punt that led to a Ravens touchdown, a missed. Extra point and the second longest touchdown pass surrendered this season all conspired for a sixty-minute performance that was befitting of a game show time slot, not prime time. Unquote. All from Jerry Dulac summing up how disappointing and sloppy this supposed win over the Ravens really was. Asked for the reason for the Steelers' mistakes, Tomlin simply said. Quote, us sucking, unquote. Now, the coach refused to blame all this strange happenings in the game on all of the postponements of the game that really did service the Ravens. But Steelers fans did not. And there is a great take, a Twitter meme that is so good you have to see it. I'm going to have it in my Pen Live column, which is available Friday morning. So you got to open it up and view it. It is worth a laugh for sure. How the NFL absolutely coddled these Ravens in rescheduling and rescheduling this game. Now, Roethlisberger, who attempted a season high 51 passes with one touchdown and one interception in the Ravens did say that the delays were a factor, but not an excuse. Here's his quote. Quote, This is a mental game, and this has been a very challenging and draining week, but we need to step on the field and play good football when it's time. Unquote. In the end, Jerry Dulac concludes this about the game and the state of this team. Quote, the Steelers even needed a big 16-yard completion from Roethlisberger to receiver James Washington on third and six on their final drive to help run out the clock and keep the short-handed Ravens from perhaps pulling off an improbable victory. Unquote. My take, yeah, it's a win, but it feels like a loss. Radio host Mark Madden tartly tweeted this take. In three words, quote, undefeated, untied, and unimpressive. That describes these Steelers. But to me, it's even more. This feels like the Steelers' euphoric season has hit a major turning point. Where it goes from here is anyone's guess. But more crucially, it is in the hands of the Steelers players, most notably those receivers who will have to do far better to make up for the Bud Dupree and Devin Bush-depleted defense. Otherwise, all that Pittsburgh promise embodied in that 11-0 record could be for naught. That would prove the biggest disappointment of all. And we will cover it all right here on your Steelers Update Podcast podcast. Download the audio every Wednesday afternoon. That's when it's fresh and available. Better yet, sign up so you get it automatically. And of course, log on to penlive.com anytime for your real-time Steelers news.